Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson. Well, welcome back, and I am so honored today that we can uh, take a few moments and connect with somebody that I've known for years. In fact, I knew him before he became a rabbi. <laughs> Rabbi David Zaslow is with us today. He is a spiritual leader there at Havara Synagogue in Ashland. And uh, he does have a website, RabbiDavidZaslow.com. And there's a picture of the landing page. And uh, he's giving us a few moments this morning to share his heart and concern. David, good to see you, friend. How are you? Thank you very much. You know, personally, I'm doing well. My family, thank God, is doing well. And of course, uh, in terms of what's going on in Israel, I'm not doing well. You know, we're Jewish people are, we're small people. There's like just uh, 18 million Jews in the whole world. And so we're kind of like one big family. And Israel has 9 million of its citizens, 6 million Jews, 3 million Christians and Muslims and uh, uh, Druze and Bedouin. It's a multicultural country. And when they're at war, we're, we're all in pain. We all feel it. We all know somebody and are connected to people in Israel. So, but thanks for asking. Personally, thank God I'm doing well. Good. Good to see you. Thank you. We're Praying for you, friend. I, I, I don't even know how I can ask the question and how you really feel when this broke out. It seemed to be a surprise. The intelligence didn't seem to be in place to catch this. Uh, and this is now one of the biggest things in Israel in the last 50 years. It's, it's got to have your brain and heart on tilt. Absolutely. It's actually the biggest thing in 70 years, probably, because of the unique nature of the surprise. Certainly 50 years ago, was a huge surprise. Uh, but that could happen again. It's, it's unfathomable. Uh, but what's more unfathomable is the loss of lives. Uh, I think this morning I read in the New York Times, there, the count is up to 800, 800 civilians and soldiers killed, mostly civilians, children, babies, mothers with their children in their arms. It's unbelievable. Uh, I've seen photographs uh, of the, uh, the people who've been kidnapped. I think that the count now is about 150. These are like, they look like my children, Perry. They're, they're, they're teenagers. They're kids in their young 20s and their mid-20s. It's unfathomable that any human being could do that to another human being. You know, we, we yeah. know that even yeah. war, the, we, there are rules of war. I mean, war is horrible no matter what. But there are rules of engagement. And to kidnap citizens, to kidnap children, it's, it's unbelievable who would do that. Okay, so let me zero in on that just for a moment, David, because um, when Israel goes to war, and even in their retaliation, they're giving warnings to people, get out of this building, we're going to bomb it. On the flip side, Hamas uh, charter clearly spells out a hatred for Jews, a hatred, uh, and I underscore a hard word, a hatred for Jews, to the point where you see the, you see the elements of Hezbollah and ISIS in the way they're treating people, which is barbaric. Uh, this is at a level we can't even fathom. I, I don't even know how you handle when people hate you like that. You can't really handle it. The way you respond to it is, of course, you know, number one is, is prayer. The, the power of prayer for intervention on a divine uh, level is, 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 is urgent. And secondarily, that goes along, the, the partner of prayer is the work of our hands. How do we respond, both militarily, uh, politically, uh, how we respond individually? Uh, hatred is, uh, 
not hatred of evil, but hatred of good people, hatred of democracy, of freedom, hatred of Jews, uh, uh, of non-Muslims, uh, it's unfathomable to us. Because Hamas, Perry, I don't know if I told you this, but in 1999, I was on a special uh, mission in Israel, and we went to Gaza. And I had uh, the opportunity to meet and sit with a small group of Jewish leaders uh, with Ahmed Yassin, uh, the founder of Hamas. And, uh, you know, this sounds silly, to, uh, strange to say, but he was extremely honest, meaning he was saying there can never be Jews living in Palestine. He didn't mean just uh, Gaza. He didn't mean just, you know, the West Bank. He meant all of Israel. Right. He said there could never be Jews living there. Uh, it's it's just not possible. We're, we're guided by what they think is God. And they're religious fanatics of the worst kind because they believe they're being led by by God. And it's a delusion, of course. And they believe their hatred is holy hatred, which is a delusion, of course. Right. How do we respond to it? You know, we have to be better people ourselves. We can't do revengeance in the, in the worst kind of way. We have to do self-defense. And that's what Israel does well. You know, it, it defends itself, but, and yet it tries to be as humane as possible in its military responses. Do you think this was a real wake-up call for the world? And, and what I mean by that is we know there's always been this contrast. But this one, this one sets apart. This one is barbaric. This one, the whole world, the technology is allowing the whole world to see it. Do you think this is a game-changer? I, that's a great question. I hadn't thought of it uh, like that, Perry. But yes, I, it seems like it's a really, uh, we're at a, a, a turning point here. I, I really hope so. I mean, there are people I've been reading um, who believe that Netanyahu knew about this in advance. He was doing it as a power play. That kind of cynical view of uh, some kind of conspiracy theory right. uh, is, is, is crazy on, on the one side. And on the other side, the passive side of doing nothing and just hoping for the best and let's talk uh, with Iran and let's talk with, uh, uh, with Hamas. There's no talking. I mean, you could, as I said, when I met with uh, Ahmed Yassin, he was extremely honest. There's no room for Jews or Christians or uh, or non-Muslims uh, in, uh, in 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 the land of Palestine. The way you respond to hatred is not just with love, but with a kind of a strong love, saying this is unacceptable. We will not tolerate this, and we will not let your poison poison us. We will not become barbarians in the way you are, because then you succeed. That's beautifully said. How will you lead your congregation in prayer? Well, thank you. Uh, on Wednesday evening, we already did, you know, they they attacked our people, they attacked Israel on on Sunday, which was the last day of our high holiday period. And the, the celebration we were having Sunday evening was called Simchat Torah, which means the joy of the Torah. And I'm telling you, my rabbi friends, even within our congregation, we were torn. Should we do it? Should we cancel it? Should we postpone it? And we realized that joy is not happiness. That when I hold the Torah in my arms and dance with the Torah and my congregation, it is not frivolous happiness. We can dedicate that simcha, that joy, uh, to the success of the IDF in Israel, to the peace of all the people in Israel, to peace in the whole Middle East. So we did that. It was hard. Believe me, you want to cry, and you're holding your sacred Torah, and you're commanded to, to be joyous. It's difficult. So what we realized we needed to do is have a vigil. So on Wednesday evening, we're having a vigil at our synagogue. Sadly, we have to have armed guards at the door 
because for our, our security. But we're getting together and we're going to chant and we're going to sing and we're going to ask God for divine assistance. But at the same time, the singing and the praying gives us a certain calm within ourselves to be able to be centered, to be able to be intelligent and in how we think about what's going on. The turning point, as you put it, is this something that's so significant that it will change the hearts of the world? I sure hope so. The demonstrations that I've seen against Israel coming on in the last few days have been very disappointing, but the support from all parts of the world for Israel have been extraordinary as well. Yeah, because I kind of see this as a, a drawing, a line in the sand, those for and against, those who get it and those who don't. And this is, a, it's even within our own government, we're beginning to see who's for you and who's against you and what those reasons are. So this is a game changer. This is a game changer. It's going to be a long time for this to work out. David, I want to respect your time, and, and uh, I'm also on a clock myself. But could I ask you to go ahead and pray for not only Israel, but pray for the United States? Uh, absolutely, I will. And I, I can use a few Hebrew words in there if you don't mind. Please do. Oseh shalom bimramav. shalom aleinu. May the one who makes peace in the highest places, God, please bring peace to all of us, to all of Israel, to the whole world. We, we, pray, we, we pray for peace, but not a simple peace, but a wholeness, that the people who are against Israel should wake up and see that Israel and the Middle East can be their best friends, can be their dialogue, their partners in, in commerce. God, please. Bless the United States and bless all the nations who are supportive of Israel. Bless all the individuals who are supportive of Israel. And I also want to pray for my enemies, as hard as it is. Uh, I, not in a soft way, but I want to pray that they're transformed and changed, that they recognize the wickedness, the evil of what has just gone on. Please, Rabbana Shalom, bring peace to all of us. And if you agree, say Amen. Amen. Thank you, David. Good to see you. Please know you're in our thoughts and prayers, friend. And... Um Anything we can do for you there, let us know, okay? Individually, keep supporting Israel. There are wonderful charities that are supportive of the uh, the hospitals and uh, the ambulance services there. Support Israel, uh, listeners, in any way you can. All right. Thank you, David. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at thedove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.